0: From California.
1: With the light. We're kinda of dark.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Clap light. on. That's a thing. That's
0: not a thing.
1: Clap on turn on the light. Alright, well while you turn on that light, I'm gonna turn on your light by introducing us. Whoa. Whoa, I just blew your mind there, didn't I? Cause hey, we are the Media Boat Podcast. We're a podcast about the medias. <laughs> not necessarily boats, even though someone is following us for boat related stuff Weird. apparently. But this is not a place for both. This is a place for media. We talk about <laughs> yes. movies, TV, music, and video games. Not
0: necessarily in that order. Oh no, I did in that order. But actually, yes. Actually, yes,
1: order. in that order because I'm uh, the one who's doing it. So yeah,
0: uh, we uh, uh, do this. We are live on YouTube right now. If you want to go to YouTube, well, actually, if you do, if you're not on YouTube, you're not hearing this. Um, but if you want to watch us live, we are live every Wednesday night at around six thirty. Tonight at 6.45 p.m. Uh, uh, Pacific Time um, on YouTube. Just search Media Podcast. You'll find our page. You can also like our page, subscribe to our page, click that bell, and you'll get notifications when we go live. It's pretty cool how that works.
1: Yes, it's also cool when it doesn't work. We have to remind you every week. It's true.
0: So, uh, yes, Media Podcast. He said it. All of the things that we cover. Uh, let's get rolling right into it. Our first thing that we cover is movies and we always start movies with the weekend box office numbers
1: all right so we had a little bit of a heated battle going into this weekend
0: uh a little bit i'm glad you clarified with a little bit because eh. yeah there is a king of the
1: box office <laughs>
0: yeah and it's uh the king of all monsters as godzilla which premiered last week um is your number one movie it debuted to a solid $47 million, not up towards the hundreds like the blockbusters that have preceded it have had. No. Uh,
1: so definitely okay. not stellar, but it's decent. I think this is around Pikachu's numbers when it came out. Uh, yeah, I think Pikachu was higher uh, yeah. by about
0: $4 million or change. so So in that, in that ballpark. But it's in the ballpark, and so yeah, it was like a good base hit, not a home run. Um, so yeah, Godzilla, your number one movie, beating out Aladdin in its second week. Aladdin uh, got cut significantly from its first opening week numbers, only made $42 million this week, enough to keep it at number two, though. That's at $185 million domestic, in case you were wondering. Uh, your Elton John biopic, Rocket Man, came in at number three with $25 million. Say it right. Biopic, that's how you say it. I was talking about Rocket Man. Rocket Man. But uh, yes, the biopic. Yes, $25 million debut for that. Ma, the horror movie, uh, $18 million debut.
1: Which doesn't sound good, but it's only a $5 million budget. So it made money. So it made money.
0: And that's your number four. And then um, number five, rounding out, Keanu Reeves returns as John Wick with John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Another $11 million. That's sitting at one hundred and twenty-five. In case you're wondering, uh, you need your Marvel update. I I need to get my Marvel fix. Avengers Endgame is still in the top ten. It comes in at number six with another $8 million, adding to its ridiculous grand total domestically of $815 million.
1: This is the first week it went under the double-digit, or the double-million-digit mark. Yeah. Um, So, it's... Get a Peter out from here on. Uh, it's not going to hit that 900 million like Star Wars did. No. No. But then again, that was released in December. This is the middle of summer where everything's going to cannibalize everything. Every right, week. right.
0: They knew what they were doing, they knew there was going to be a cutoff, but it did pretty well regardless. Pretty well. I mean, yeah, what, what's the distance <laughs> between it and Avatar now worldwide? It's like 75 million or something ridiculously small. Yeah. Yeah, it's tight. It's a tight race.
1: Uh, it's going to s- see if it's going to... I don't know how they're going to do that, though.
0: Yeah, they might not. They
1: might not. They might
0: just settle for right under.
1: Which is kind of a shame, a pity, uh, for it being the marvelous achievement that it has. But to get ah. so close and yet fall so far, mm. maybe they should have gone for the head. Ha. Huh. Anyway. Huh.
0: That's your box office this week. Uh, so you're wondering about what's next what's next week there are two movies coming out next week and they're both pretty big uh first up x-men dark phoenix which of course is i guess the ending of source to this trilogy this x-men trilogy that started with first class it's
1: funny you say it's a trilogy because so, it's not I a trilogy a one?
0: oh i skipped apocalypse you because skipped it one. sucks <laughs> okay so it's the fourth in that series i guess the current yes. series of x-men movies we're working through uh, but it's kind of retreading some familiar ground. Of course, it tells a similar story that X Men 3 The Last Stand did over 10 years ago. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, not a whole lot of. Like, there seems to be not a lot of buzz for this because
1: I think people are a little confused. Uh, well, they're confused because Fox is releasing this. It's a Marvel film, but Disney purchased Fox, so it's.
0: Disney's Marvel film? I don't think your average person knows or cares about that part. I'm solely just saying, like, I think it's confusing because a lot of the audiences are probably like, wait a minute, haven't we seen this movie?
1: Oh, yes, because the like you said, the last stand took that Dark Phoenix story and loosely based that character of Jean Grey during that story around around that, during two thousand six No five? Six? I feel oh seven. I want to say a 05.
0: Maybe it'll have been 06. Regardless. I remember seeing that in high school, and I remember the people that I was seeing it with. I was probably a junior, so that would be an 07. Okay. And I could be wrong. Anyways, um, so yeah, that thing uh, does not look good. So, getting in ahead of uh, the critics uh, next week, I'm going to say probably look forward to some bad reviews, and uh, probably look for this thing to get a very low Rotten Tomato score. I am not getting good vibes. Uh, so yeah, I think that this thing will not do well.
1: Well, apparently they had to do a bunch of reshoots. Yeah. Because it was similar to a different ending that already came out. Oops. To a different Marvel film. Oops. No. Or not really reshoots, but they had to rework the ending. Let's so see how that worked out. Let's we'll see if that worked out next well. Next week.
0: And then if you don't want to see uh, X-Men fight on screen and you'd rather see uh cute animals uh do things that is also an option for you as the secret life of pets 2 a sequel to a movie that i hated uh is out uh for families so you can see that i guess it's out there for someone it's out there for the kiddos for the kids for the family i don't know it seems like all the trailers are trying to evoke the same stuff that the first movie's trailers did and that was very misleading
1: the and that first is, time they did it. That is, let's tell you nothing about this story yeah, and hope you go see it for it, the cute yeah, characters.
0: So. so yeah, it does a good job. The trailers do a good job of like, yeah, look at the cute animals doing cute things while their owners are gone. That is not what the first movie was. So yeah, I think this is probably another bait and switch. The little bit of trailer that I've seen that actually does kind of go into story stuff suggests there's a superhero angle for the Kevin Hart
1: rabbit character? No, no, no. See, he's playing a video game. A oh. fighting video game. Okay. And he dresses up as the alter ego. But he's still a rabbit.
0: Yeah, I don't know. This, 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 I can't tell what the hell this movie is because they don't want you to know Harrison Ford is in it, I guess, as a dog.
1: I don't know, but I guess Harrison Ford dies because his bandana eventually ends up on the other smaller oh, dog no! in the trailer. So oh, no. he either dies or passes Spoiler. it in. Spoiler!
0: For this movie that's not even out yet, <laughs> how dare you look at trailers and tell us what's in them? How dare you? How
1: dare I? All right,
0: so yeah, two movies that are questionable. Let's say uh, that we'll see what happens with next week.
1: Oh, it's a good start to the June. It's a great start. This is gonna be a weird ass summer, guys. <laughs> uh,
0: the weather, movies—it's all weird. All right. Speaking let's... of
1: stuff that's weird, well, we our have first story talk about, is weird.
0: Uh, movie news. unless uh, last real quick. You saw movies. Do you want to talk about them now or at the end of the movie?
1: I'll talk about it at the end.
0: All right. Okay, let's keep cooking then. Our first story is about a movie that comes out in a couple weeks, Toy Story 4. That is a big June release, but towards the end of the month. And they announced uh, some big names, some older classic television names that are involved in uh, the movie.
1: So, in case you needed any more reason to go see yeah, this you're, film. you were going to see this movie.
0: Everybody's going to eventually see Toy Story 4. Because it's Toy Story and it's, it's Pixar. They're so just
1: like but, in it's ca- the water of movies. Uh, you, you need them. I, I, need, I need my Pixar fix. But, in case you wanted some more p- reason to see this, um, or if you want to drag the older generation in to see this film, <laughs> I guess that's a better way to put it.
0: Or people who just who are aware of a name from classic film and television. So yeah, uh, some star power has been added, uh, including comedy legends Mel Brooks, Carol Burnett, Carl Reiner, and Betty White. They've all joined as characters in this movie. Carol Burnett will be a chair named Cheryl Burnett. Ha! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carl Reiner will... Wow, Carl Reiner will be a rhinoceros toy named Carol Rhinoceros... Rhinoceros. Ha! Can't even say the jokes right. Um, Betty White will be a tiger named Bitey White. Ha! And Mel Brooks will be an elephant named... Get ready for this. Brace yourself. Melephant Brooks.
1: Ha! Yeah. Yeah. They're playing with the puns here. Um... I feel like this is being shoehorned in for the sake of shoehorning in.
0: I don't know. Maybe this is cute. I, I could see them doing some sort of cute thing with this. Maybe it's like on a, they're in a television store or something. You I know, feel like... like it's, some style to make it relevant that they're referencing these people.
1: I hope so. I hope it's not, oh, we're going to throw these people in because, hey, we had a, a pool going around up. Who couldn't we get?
0: Oh, yeah. It turns out we could, we could actually we got, got them. Got all of them? Yeah. Um, yeah, the question is, is, wonder who, of all these, like, if, since they got all these, who do you think they tried to get and couldn't get? <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, but anyways, so yeah. Um, they've done some casting like this in Toy Story movies before, but it's never made the story worse, so I'd say this is fine. Well, let's see. Who like, the... remember when Michael Keaton was Ken?
1: Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, let's let's Asner see. was the... Yeah. Bear. But that was like a big part. Stuff isn't weird. Are, those were like, like significant parts, though. That's true. I, I feel like these seem to be. Are you telling me? Are you telling me that Cheryl,
0: Cheryl Burnett, <laughs> is not going to be a main character in this movie?
1: I, I feel like it's going to be a one-note character. Yeah. Uh,
0: or maybe they're like a high, like a special counsel for toys or something. Like, maybe they're like, oh, like we have to go to these special toys, old toys. Well, they're in an antique store, so that's ah, where
1: they're going to be. You're probably right. Oh, man, I didn't think about the antique store. They're going to be in the They've antique got, store. They
0: have to be in the antique
1: store. Yeah. They'll make some old jokes Yeah. about how old they are. writes yep. itself, really.
0: Yeah. I, I'm running
1: right. in my head right now. <laughs>
0: All right, let's move on to our next story, uh, which also involves
1: Toy Story 4, a little later.
0: Uh, and, of course, it's about your favorite subject, distribution in China.
1: Yes, uh, the big Chinese box office market yes. that usually, which is why um, studios tend to make stuff with Chinese influence in them. So they can get sneakily make their way into that yeah. those coveted 10 Chinese Slots for distribution.
0: Yeah, or uh, Or co-finance with a Chinese company. Like Like Legendary. Both. Yes. (laughs) Both work. Uh, But yeah, so Chinese film officials have told some local buyers, uh uh-oh, to steer clear of U.S. movies. One Chinese distributor says he was advised by various platforms not to submit U.S. titles for consideration, while another has heard through unofficial channels that private companies can no longer import U.S. content. U.S. studio sources point out that they are still getting movies into China, though. Sony's Spider-Man Far From Home was recently granted a prime June 28th debut in the country, ahead of its U.S. release. Mm -hmm. Other films, such as The Secret Life of Fets 2, which we talked about, and Toy Story 4, which we just talked about, have also received slots. But privately, they acknowledge that storm clouds may be brewing. This is a reaction from... And I'm sure if you've been paying to the pay attention to the news this month, you knew this was coming, coming from the current presidential administration here in the U.S. Putting tariffs, crippling tariffs on the country. So yes. yeah, this is all part of that China trade war. Uh,
1: yes, uh, by all technical standards, movies are an import into China. Yeah, yeah. they are an American export. So. That gets uh, taxed and tariffed on it. And it's kind of a meeting of two worlds, too, because it's not only
0: the financial stuff. It's also the cultural uh, stuff that China has been Mm -hmm. railing against for a long time. They've constantly been trying to keep Chinese cultural uh, media uh, valued because all the U.S. stuff is coming in and taking over.
1: Right. They don't want the significant Western influence uh, invading China. Which is why they only limit it to ten movies a year. So
0: yeah, it's it's risky. uh, What's happening here? Because who knows if they cut off the Chinese market? That's a huge market for this big blockbuster movies.
1: It usually accounts for about twenty to twenty two percent of a foreign box office take for a film, and that's a lot. I mean, yeah, this is interesting. Obviously, this is
0: interesting from a uh, from an industry point of view. Yeah, there are, you know some questions about whether it matters whether these big companies like need to make any more money on their big movies. There are already plenty here. That's neither here nor there. Yeah, but this is just kind of you. This is us seeing the ripples, the continuing ripples of this China, this trade war we're having with China right now because of our administration.
1: Right, but when you have a film like Suicide Squad or like Transformers, where two, like two thirds of its box office came from. International revenue, mm-hmm. and about a quarter of that f- itself was from China. Yeah. Then yeah, it's a big deal to all those companies.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I was messing with the lighting because it's like it's because it's still light outside. It's been like giving us mood mood lighting right now. Yeah.
1: We we, we need to um, add in an extra light here, a filter, if you will. <laughs> Or, or a diff, not a diffuser. A, wow, that is like stuck.
0: Yeah.
1: Speaking of things that are stuck, I saw movies. So he uh-huh. has some thoughts here.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. So I saw uh, Aladdin because I saw that one first before Rocket Man. Uh-huh. So I saw Aladdin. It came out last week. It was tough to get a ticket, so I said, eh,
0: they I'll see up. it when I see it."
1: <laughs> so I just go saw it, to see it. Yeah. And I've been reading the quote-unquote internet backlash towards Will Smith of this being (laughs) too much like he's imitating um, Robin Williams' genie. And to that, I have to say, the character of the genie was created specifically for (laughs) Robin Williams. Yeah. So, any interpretation of Disney's genie is going to have those specific influences in them.
0: Because that's the character.
1: Because that's what the character is. Um, so with that, uh, Will Smith acted circles around everybody in this film. Oh, well, yeah. He you, had, expect you would hope, him, hope that he would. Not only did he have the most to do, but he was also the most charismatic on the screen. I couldn't wait for him to get back on the screen. When he wasn't, I was like, where'd Will Smith go? Bring me back, Will Smith. I want to see more Will Smith. Which just goes back to, like, his own star power and his acting ability. Um, with all that pushed aside, I was fine with this film. I had no major qualms with it. Okay. I do kind of have a qualm with what Disney's doing with all of these... Um, <laughs> I don't, not remakes or reimaginings, but retooling of yeah. their um, their classic animated features. Because yeah. I, I, I want to... Label this the hindsight renaissance, yeah.
0: Because I, I, I what I've heard is that they do a similar thing that they did with Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. live action adaptation, where it's pretty much identical except for a subplot that they added.
1: Well, a subplot that they added, <laughs> uh, some different, uh, like background stuff they added, like they made Agrabah a port city, because anyway. that's how it's, you know, getting all its imports and exports, and being such a successful city, not smacked up in the middle of the desert where no one could find it. Right, right,
0: right, because that would make sense for the royal, su- royal family to be as successful. Yeah, I get
1: it. Right. They also added a backstory to uh, Jasmine's mother, and how they're at peace with their allies, mm-hmm. and Jafar, like, actually has a motive to right. uh, want to be salted instead of just being, instead of just being evil for evil's evil. sake. <laughs> yeah, which you know, this happened with, uh, like I said, the Beauty and the Beast. And like the Beast.
0: this is what they did with like the whole Beast's dad thing. Right. right, that's what
1: they did with Cinderella yeah. and all, and it's, Maleficent. It's, it's and say formula that works for them. Right, for it's remaking the, these movies because it's it's less a remake and more we're gonna fix these mistakes that people have been pointing out for the past twenty years. <laughs>
0: Or at least Since the internet, make it so it's not a talking point as much as it used to be. Yeah, because yeah, that's how I definitely took the Beauty and the Beast stuff. Is like, all right, they're trying to like be like, well, no, we're
1: see the Beast is doing this for a reason, kind of stuff. Yeah, I feel like this is more of like Disney's family cleanup as it's now yeah. more prevalent and internet and like people have more access to this stuff. Well, and yeah, it's combination
0: it. of that. I think also it's co- it's combination of putting out a new thing for a younger generation. I think there's a little bit of that as well. Mm-hmm. Being like, hey, we understand that kids are not seeing traditional animation anymore. Yep. Television animation for kids is pretty much completely CG now too. So it's like, here's something that they can understand and a visual medium they can understand. But of course, then there's also the cynical reading, which I'm sure you've seen this. The cynical reading is that because effects houses are non-union, yeah, these movies are a lot cheaper to make. And that's the real reason why Disney can't go back to the well, is Disney makes more money, just pure money as a corporation, on live action with CG elements than they do on completing CG movies or traditionally animated movies. So it
1: makes sense to resurrect old things Mm -hmm. in the cheapest way possible. Oh, you mean like a business? (laughs) Like a business. Oh, if, if only Disney wasn't a business. Dude, I wish, right? <laughs> anyway. Oh, that mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that uh, mouse. this is a fine film. Aladdin is one of my favorite animated films from the Disney classics. Yeah. Um, yeah it's one of the better ones. It's one of the better ones. I bought it off, like as, when the Diamond Edition yeah. came out because yeah. I love that film. Uh, but this version, I enjoyed. I, I, this is definitely a summer film. Take your kids to see this movie. You won't be disappointed as an adult watching this. I wasn't. Um, you may groan at uh, Jasmine's solo. <laughs> if anything, for the fact that it seems very forced and it's very much her frozen moment. Get out. And by frozen moment, <laughs> I mean it's the uh, let it go yeah. Version of this movie where they're giving her something to do. Besides,
0: she needed something to besides
1: do. already giving her something to do.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, but <laughs> I I like this film, I like what they did with it, I like the changes they made, all the hindsight remakes. It, it makes the story flow better and makes it a lot better for this generation okay. or for. Yeah, like I said, it, it's like they're fixing their mistakes, or it's like the hindsight.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the, they've had time. It's the re, the redux. It's interesting, it. but like, the big question, of course, is it necessary? Um, is it necessary? Like, do you think it's necessary? Or would you, as if you were a parent, uh, would you rather show them the original? Or would you show them this thing? Uh, of course, I'm imagining in a world where you can't. Like, yes, yeah, so of course you could do both. Why I do both? like like double feature why not yeah. uh, but like I'm saying like ultimately do you think this is a necessary thing that they're doing to these movies do you think there's a reason or do you think this is a cash grab
1: I think it's partially a cash grab <laughs> and partially trying to appease this generation of parents mm-hmm. who are more susceptible to instilling better values to their kids sure, sure. there's an element with that being said, I'm still going to show my kids the animated version. Oh well, yeah. Because I'm going to have Disney Plus for them and just put that on. Yeah. yeah. But anyways. Yeah, anyway. I saw second film.
0: You did? Yes. All right. What's the other other? Oh, uh,
1: patent and media book uh, scale. It's okay, a, yeah. Go See It. Go See It? Okay. Yeah. I will not, but thank you for the
0: advice. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the other movie you saw?
1: Uh, the other movie I saw is Rocket Man.
0: Rocket Man.
1: Yes. Rocket Man... Uh, I forget what the lyrics are. I've oh, heard
0: good things.
1: uh Which is weird. You say that. Yeah. Because I also have heard good things. Uh-huh. Is that not your experience? Um. Well, I, I went with uh, my doctor and my friend. Uh-huh. And my friend walked out and is like, I hated that. Wow. Thing. That was not what I wanted. Wow.
0: Okay. To which
1: I immediately asked. Yeah. What is, did you want? No. Is it because you wanted more of a Bohemian Rhapsody like biopic where they tell the story he's like yeah that's what i wanted cool he's not dead yet but (laughs) where that movie does come around in another 20 years Mm -hmm. you'll probably like that however since elton john is also producer on this thing i like what they did with it it was a it was half biopic half musical half biopic (laughs) half musical with like song and dance elements and half fantasy element visual effects right. done. Make that you get 150% film. <laughs> Adds up. Stirwell and exit. You did agreement. the math. You did the math. <laughs> I did the monster math. <laughs> uh, so it's it works. I like the film because it works. It has the hits, which is you you need you need the hits. Oh yeah,
0: you can't do this movie without the
1: Elton Johnson. No, and it does. Oh, that's also why he was mad. Because it didn't have the Lion King songs in it.
0: Why would they do the Lion King's ones? It's about his, a certain part of his career, not into 1994. No,
1: it actually stopped at the nineties.
0: <laughs> of course it does. Yes. Why? Why did it go on? That's like when you get into the nineties, you get into kind of like the like
1: the the the, the, the post.
0: Um, yeah, his like veteran career, part of his career. Right. You being the, 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 like, post the biggest, biggest things in the, the world.
1: Yeah, uh, Yeah. I mean, this story is about, from Belton John's childhood, how he got into music, and then his career, from being a 19-year-old piano player, to taking all the drugs and alcohol known to man,
0: and then realizing (laughs)
1: that... As you do. As you do, and then realizing, oh, I... I realized what I was searching for. I don't want to, like, spoil it, but I feel like I should.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is based on a real person, so I guess you
1: can. I'll I'll spoil it, because a lot of the spoilers have to do with the themes of the movie, and I love the themes of this film. Yeah. Um, Matthew Vaughn helped produce this, and I can see his imprints on this thing all over it, (laughs) and I love him for it. Oh, well,
0: yeah, you're a big Matthew Vaughn, number one Matthew Vaughn fanboy.
1: Woo! (laughs) <laughs> I'm not afraid to show it uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, Taryn Edgerton plays a really good Elton John in this film uh, Bryce Dallas Howard which yeah. I didn't know was in this film until I read did, the credits did not either like absolutely blows, blows my mind in this film like realizing oh wait that's her wow she did a really good job in this film uh, but those are the two standouts of this film because yeah. there's also the two main lead characters.
0: Oh, that makes sense.
1: Well uh, yeah Tara Edgerton uh, does so the director does this weird thing where part of it is like sung in a studio you can tell that it's ADR and some of it is like sung as they're filming it. yeah it's a good mixture of both of those elements throughout the film. It's a good mixture of we need to do a stop song and dance. And then we're going to do an Elton John song because it helps move the story while yeah. not necessarily, like, doing the hits. But what really, like, sold me on this film was right in the middle, they basically said, like, Elton John's going on this big, huge 90-day world tour. And the cuts in that thing were so fast. The changes were so quick. The costume changes were so unique that you could tell, like, oh, my God, I'm running through this thing Mm -hmm. just like he's running through this thing. And so when we come out of it on the other side, it's like, yeah, I felt like you skipped a week because I felt like Mm -hmm. I skipped a week watching that. (laughs) And I can, like, visually see and, and, like, feel uh, as I'm watching it, feel like, yes, I'm on this journey with Elton John, and I can see that this is not only detrimental to your health, but how this can happen to a rock star. Yeah. To someone who is of that high profile. But going back to, anyways. To the themes of this of this film. It's about breaking down Elton John. Because it starts with him coming in. In his big costume bombastic. But as the story progresses. He slowly takes off the costume. Slowly mm. breaks down. till you catch up to present day. <laughs> where it's just him being a disheveled of a man. And then it basically like. Just basically explains everything that happened. I didn't quite like that it did that. Yeah, I
0: read um, not a review, but a, a, like article talking about the movie, and they said they were like, "Yeah, it's a little bit too on the nose of a metaphor."
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I
0: was like, "Yeah, it sounds like it."
1: Yeah, it did that. It got to the point where like it caught up to present day, and yeah. like Elton oh, John was like a broken down of a man in rehab, and it was like, "Yeah," or sorry,
0: present day,
1: present day Whenever of the film. present day of the movie, is. present day of the movie is yeah, uh, but yeah, it's. Oh, he's absolutely fine now. Oh yeah, he's still alive.
0: <laughs> he's, still, he's going on his last tour.
1: Yes. The film actually mentions that he's on tour right now. That's funny. Which is both a yeah. nice league and not, and also not going to play what's-his-thing, like his yeah. DVD shells that he's wrapped up tour. Uh, we right have friends
0: that are going to go to his stop down
1: here. Uh, yes. yes. I may so We will join hear. Them.
0: Personal accounts.
1: I may join them, depending on oh, tickets. right, right.
0: I forgot.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, depending on tickets, because if this is his last tour, as he says... I, I bet he would put on a good show, seeing what I've seen. it It's definitely a good film if you're not going to see his show. It's a little too on the head at points, but it does it such a nice way to where I forgive everything about
0: yeah. it. It sounds like this is the opposite. If this was a food, it would be the culinary opposite of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Where it's like they're both trying to discuss the life of a person a famous person in music. Mm-hmm. But it feels like they're going at it so differently, like two completely different ways, and that's why one of them totally botched it and one of them succeeds.
1: Well, it's also weird because their careers were literally during the same yeah, time period. There was a lot of crossover there. Yeah. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's
0: quite, a, quite an interesting thing to look at and be like, hmm, eh, these yes. things were happening at the same time.
1: Uh, for those of you worried about the homophobic gay elements in the film. Don't be. It's 2019. <laughs> but it didn't do it so much in a way to where it was putting off like, okay, why are we doing this again? I Like, we all know that he's gay, but why are we, like, retreading this? Because... Well, it's part of his life. It's, it's part of his life. Show. Well, yes, that's what I'm getting to. Like, <laughs> it's part of his life. Like, yeah. this is part of him growing and accepting who he is, accepting the type of person he is, and the type of Lifestyle he chose, and choosing to make a difference, choosing to make that change to not only better him himself as a person, but better his career for it, and pro-
0: to promote it normalcy to to the world. Yes, using his like stature. So yeah, like you have to talk about that stuff because that is Elton John, right? It's a part of same way where that was Freddie Mercury and. You know, depending on whether you believe that film did a good job about that part or not, you know? Yeah. It's like there's two men that that's very much part of their identity.
1: Yeah. Uh, With all that being said, I really liked this film.
0: Okay,
1: cool. I would definitely see it again if it's on streaming. Cool. Um, I don't know if I'd pay another ticket to see it, but if it's on like HBO or Netflix or something, I'll definitely turn it on because I enjoyed what I saw. It was a good film, so yes, I would see it again. This Ooh. is a go see it. All right, on the beer boat scale, so that's two go see it. Wow, good week. Good oh. week, uh, nowhere too. Yeah, especially uh, if, uh, if you want to see something this week, go see one of those movies.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, now I didn't expect Rocket Man to be higher on my list than Aladdin, but here we are. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on then from movies into the world of television. And we always start television with sports. All right. As you know, a big sport event that's happening at the moment of speaking right now are the NBA finals. We are still in the the finals here. Toronto, the Raptors, Drake's own, against the Golden State Warriors. Yes. Um, And yeah, we're currently in, this is the uh, third game. Third game. It's so the third game they're per- currently tied. The series is tied 1-1, but uh, currently, as I'm speaking, they're at the end of the second here with uh, Toronto 60. They're at halftime. They're at halftime here. End really. of the
1: second, halftime. <laughs> I don't know things about basketball. It's a sports thing. You're okay. a sports thing. I am a sports thing. Yes, you are. Moving on. Anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Anyways, so yes. Toronto's ahead at the moment, but it's a close game.
1: Yes, that's a best out of seven series, so we have a ways to go. Uh, Alright,
0: so that's basketball, so in sports, the hockey is happening, the Stanley Cup Finals
1: are tied 2-2. Yes, the Blues won one game on the road, Mm -hmm. and one game at home, that series is split, and that is some exciting hockey to watch. The Blues are playing Smash Mouth Hockey against the uh, Boston Bruins, and it is fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I was worried about this series, thinking Boston would just sweep it, but no. The Blues are putting up one hell of a fight, and it's making it so much more interesting. I would hope.
0: Um, Elsewhere in the pros, before we move on to other things, uh, Women's World Cup officially starts
1: Friday. Yes, it does.
0: France versus South Korea is the first game, but yes, our uh, U.S. women will appear uh, after that sometime.
1: Yes, uh, they are, the World Cup is taking place in France, which is why France is one of the first teams playing. Makes sense. Uh, this is the group stages, so this will take place a month. It will end J- July 7th, I would believe, in France, uh, but World Cup is happening. It's here. Root, root for the women's national team. Cool. Great. Speaking
0: of women, moving down to college sports, the UCLA women's softball team has won the NCAA tournament. Yes. And congratulations to them.
1: Yes, congratulations on women winning the D1 NCAA softball. Meanwhile, UCLA men's baseball team yes. is ranked number one Great. Uh, going into the baseball um, college World Series.
0: Cool. That's cool. So we'll have updates uh, for what happens to that. Then, lastly, in sports, kind of a pseudo-sport here,
1: spelling bees. Hey, it's a sport. They train. There's competitions.
0: That's fair. Uh, But yeah, the Scripps National Spelling Bee happened uh, this past week. It concluded with a record eight co-champions. Yes, you heard that right.
1: No single person won. Yes. Eight kids. Yes. Uh, Do you know what the previous record was? I, two? Yes.
0: Wow.
1: Has so last ever been a tie? Last year was the first ever tie. This year was Eight. an eight-way tie. So uh, yeah. they, yes. They, it's not that they ran out of words in the dictionary. It's that they only set 20 rounds because yeah. they go from, I think they said like 10 a.m. till I, they were at, I think, like 9 p.m. So like 8 or 9 p.m. Basically, they had to stop at some point. Yeah. And so, yeah, the, the last five rounds had
0: 48 straight
1: correct words spelled. Yeah. Uh, the kids could not be eliminated. Yes, that's... that's The last five rounds were all perfect. Also, it's funny, one of the uh, contestants was... Well, as soon as she heard the word, she went, Oh my God, please, give me the definition. I beg of you, please. Because ah, ah. she knew it.
0: Yeah,
1: But, you know, you have to... You don't have to go through but, the whole thing, you but you might as well. You might as, as well because you have the whatever time. can
0: help you may help you.
1: Yes, so I was like, okay, call, like I, I like watching this, like all eight of them go up one by one. I was like, come on, don't mess up, don't be the one, don't be the one, and they all got it right. I was like, ugh. Also, there's a lot more German words this year than normal. <laughs> you wouldn't think there'd be a lot, but here we are. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> In more, in a <laughs> holy, holy, this is incredibly distracting. It is very uh, distracting.
0: All right, uh, so anything else in sports before we move on out of sports
1: that aren't miniature golf? That's not miniature golf sports. No,
0: that's not apparently ABC's Holy Moly, which premieres Thursday, June twentieth. is apparently a game where celebrity, I mean, no, different no.
1: celebrities, the like
0: people play. Uh, mini golf and get wipeout style it's like wipeout, out.
1: but mini golf where to follow the ball through the course that was the first time I've seen that holy moly
0: holy moly alright anything else sports before we move on uh, television news
1: no I just want to make sure people know that the women's world cup is this weekend yes we mentioned that um yeah that, well, was, that was the last thing I had alright
0: let's move on then our first television story is an update of source about the situation in Georgia uh, last week we talked about, or two weeks ago, I think. Like the beginning of the month. Yeah, beginning of the month. We, uh, Or I guess last month.
1: Yeah, beginning of May.
0: We, we talked about the, the uh, 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 abortion bill in Georgia have rippling effects for um, studios that are um, uh, having the productions there This uh, for film and television. So, we're finally getting uh, more company news about more companies that have joined the cause of threatening to leave the state if the ban is to take effect.
1: And the only reason we're reporting on this is because these are the big hitters that are finally what? making news.
0: This is good. Uh, so far, Netflix, Disney, and AMC's The Walking Dead, which has been filming in Georgia since its inception, right?
1: Uh, for the past ten years.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, a lot of business there. Have all expressed concern about filming in the state should the bill take effect on January 1st? Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger expressed his concern, stating, quote, I think many people who work for us will not want to work there. I don't see how it's practical for us to continue to shoot there. The bill was voted on last year, and the governor signed it in early May of this year. So, yeah, uh, the effects uh, uh, speak for themselves. People uh, who are in the business are concerned about people who both are working, and the audiences who watch this content being like, no, I don't want any part of this. Like... It doesn't make any sense to shoot somewhere where half of your staff is
1: going to walk out. Right. Um, They are also hoping that this goes to the courts and gets shot down in the courts. As it should. As it should. But we live in weird times now. We do live in weird times.
0: Uh, Federally, though, there is precedent for this not to fly. But that's federally.
1: This is a state law, though. Who the hell
0: can know if there's enough... Like I mentioned when we brought this story up the first time. Like, there's enough... Uh, political power here on the, the right where they could make a movement towards uh, getting uh, Roe vs. Wade overturned. It could happen. We live in a world where that's a possibility, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll have updates, of course, for you if we hear from more companies bailing out or if uh, something changes with the bill and people can continue shooting there. Uh, because yeah, uh, they the tax incentives are good for the the industry, and the business is good for the state. So it's kind of a no-brainer for them to keep these big jobs in their state if they
1: weren't you know, so hell-bent on
0: removing people's rights.
1: For some reason. For some reason. I don't know. But anyways, (sighs) the fact that these big players are stepping up and saying they, they will pull out of the state of Georgia, which they bring in alone hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue, Two local businesses in the state of Georgia could be enough to persuade some people to, I don't know, grease the wheels of a money train away from this. Or we just find a new state. What's Florida doing? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> was, mm. Cross that Florida-Georgia that's line. Another,
0: that's another thing. I don't know. Don't bring them into it. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to a more fun story. Hey, you like a Jurassic
1: Park? I like a Jurassic World. Do you like both? Yes. I'm a fan of both. You're a fan no, of both? Uh,
0: Speaking of Jurassic World, this is not 2019 news, but I did finally see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom.
1: Like on purpose?
0: Yeah. I didn't hate it. Yeah. I thought it did some interesting things. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It is. It was kind of a neat movie. It It's not really a Jurassic Park movie, but I think that's on purpose. It is. It reminded it felt to me like they were trying to Last Jedi Jurassic Park before Last Jedi was a thing. (laughs) Like it got that I had that vibe from it where they were like, yeah, we're just ready to throw out everything that this series is and try something new and then reestablish how it's gonna work from here on out. No, no, that's that's what they were going for. It It was
1: neat. It was a horror movie because I it starts like,
0: terribly. I think the first act is awful and all the stuff on the original island is like really sucky. but as soon as it converts to that horror movie the horror and it in the house being in the mansion yeah it's good. Like I liked a lot of that movie. Anyway sorry there's nothing to do with this podcast. But anyways Jurassic, oh well part- that was a part of movie thoughts <laughs> I guess uh, but yeah, just a real brief uh, update there. Uh, But yeah, uh, Jurassic World, though, is getting an animated series on Netflix. What? It will be called Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Uh, in 2020. uh, It will be uh, put on Netflix, and it takes place at the same time as the first Jurassic World. It centers on a bunch of teens at an adventure camp who will, unless there are some terrible creative decisions at play, have to survive the threat of dinosaurs.
1: Wait. The I have dinosaurs on the Jurassic Park Island? In Jurassic World. In yes. Jurassic World? Yes. What a concept! What a concept. Yeah. So yes, uh,
0: producers, of course, will be Jurassic Park director and franchise producer Steven Spielberg, because, of course. And I think Colin, he has
1: to be tied to anything Jurassic Park related.
0: Yes, and uh, Jurassic World director Colin Trevorrow,
1: who. was also a producer on Fallen Kingdom.
0: Producer on Fallen Kingdom. So, yeah, uh, this comes on the heels of Netflix also announcing. Uh, an animated show about Magic the Gathering, uh, from none other than Avengers friends Anthony and Joe Russo.
1: Yes, that's actually the main story, but I buried that because Magic the I'd Gathering. I'd rather
0: watch the Jurassic World. Yeah, exactly, one than the Magic
1: one. That's what I, I was my thinking too. <laughs> yeah, that sounds
0: like a way better show, and I'm down. Uh, Magic, I could care less. Also, from my understanding, is the Magic thing is an anime. So, uh, it's, well, it's an
1: animated.
0: But I, I but, saw it was using some anime talent. Oh, okay. For this thing, they're trying to Castlevania. It, okay. From my understanding. Anyways, uh, so yeah, those two things, uh, new animated uh, big franchises coming to Netflix. That's
1: very exciting. cool. Very exciting. Cool. All
0: right, uh, that's it for television news. Do you have any television thoughts to talk about? You have down here uh, that you watch some more Chernobyl.
1: Uh yes. Uh so on Monday. Um, Jeopardy lost its champion and it was a total meltdown.
0: we got to talk about that real quick. James Holzhauer had his final day. Uh, He made over $2 million.
1: He was $60,000 shy of passing Ken Jennings' record. He was also like
0: 20 games shy of Ken Jennings' games record as well. But that's neither here nor there. Right. Uh, But yeah, uh, still a pretty good record.
1: Uh, They ran statistics and that like, out of 100 games, he would lose three. And oddly enough, he lost on his 33rd game. Yeah. So
0: odds had it. And uh, from what I've heard, I haven't watched this because I'm pretty behind. I'm like a month behind. I'm in the teacher tournament now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, I haven't watched this one. But what I have understood is that the uh, he was just bested. The person that he was up against played a perfect game.
1: The person he was up against wrote her... Master's thesis <laughs> yeah, I saw that. on Jeopardy. Yeah, it's
0: like, you can't really fight
1: that. Uh, no, you can't really fight that. Also, it didn't help that she got, well, one, the first clue he picked was the Daily Double. Uh-huh. So he could only get $1,000 off So yeah,
0: debt. he started off on the wrong foot.
1: And then for the uh, Daily Doubles, she, she got, got both of them. them. And, and got that's them both right. his tactic. yes, is you get the Daily Doubles and you bet big. Both and, you and, and double, money.
0: yeah, and he bets huge, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Didn't work for him here, which is why he lost. Uh, but still, an incredible, incredible run. Now we just have to wait to get him and Ken and Bugsy all on the same stage. Bugsy. Bugsy. Buzzy. Buzzy. All on the same stage, To. And uh, what's his name? Uh, John Ritter. No,
0: the dude. Uh, Ken Jennings. No, the other dude. The guy who made all the money, who won the... Super, the super tournament
1: thing. Oh, uh, John okay. Kaczynski. No.
0: <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh,
1: the dude. Yes. His name. Uh, exactly. Uh, anyways. Cool. Anyways. Now Chernobyl. Yes. What I was trying to set you up to talk about. So, yes, uh, anyways, uh, on Monday, as I said, I was watching a meltdown, and that was Jeopardy.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
1: I. I uh, I said last week I was gonna watch Barry. You
0: chose to watch a meltdown.
1: I chose to watch a meltdown. But uh, last week I said I was gonna watch Barry for this week coming up. Um, I was gonna watch Barry, <laughs> but then I only had so much time, so I decided to watch the four episode mini series Chernobyl. Yeah. Or five episode mini series Chernobyl. Um, I was not ready for that.
0: No, here it's
1: mm, it's a heavy. Oh, heavy! Heavy is putting it lightly. <laughs> You can quote us on that one. Oh my gosh. I was not ready for noble. Like I, I I sat there watched it and just awestruck that one not only were they filming this. Two This actually happened And three, like at the conclusion of it it was just like oh like gut punching mm-hmm. and Total emotion driving, ripping me to shreds, like, why? And then I remember that it's Russia because it constantly reminds me you that you're in Russia because mm-hmm. Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Um, to the point where I was like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that would make sense even in today's world. Yeah. Yeah. Which is both, like, eye-opening and mm-hmm. frightening. <laughs> at the same time. It it's terrifying. <laughs> uh, but I i was not ready for it. I was, I was expecting, okay, it's going to be an HBO miniseries. I'm sure it's going to be good. It's going to be well cast, going to be well written. But I'm just going to watch it and then it's just going to wash over me. But no, this thing hit me like a ton of bricks and that was just for the first 30 minutes and then every consecutive 30 minutes I just kept getting hit. Until I was buried under the house that Chernobyl built. Or <laughs> destroyed. <huh>? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things where it's so well done, I want to watch it again. Yeah,
0: but at but the same why? time,
1: I don't want to put myself <laughs> yeah. through it. But it was so well shot and so well acted. Jerry Jared Harris is going to get a, the Emmy win on that for sure. So this sure. is
0: probably going to be one of the things to... In um, Emmy content contention, in uh, what's the category? Uh, uh, Mini series or limited which is which is probably going to go what right up against like Black Mirror. Black Mirror and right up against uh, is the uh, is the Big Little Lies season going to hit for any cutoff?
1: Um, I don't think that's limited series because that's a I thought show. That
0: no, I thought that it competed in mini series last is time. Is that a mini series? I am pretty sure it competed in but miniseries. But it has
1: seasons, so it's not a series. It's season two of a limited series. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. So it
0: was Black Mirror. Black Mirror is series It has seasons?
1: Uh technically. Yeah,
0: see it's the same thing. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know if that'll meet the cutoff though, because I think the cutoff is like this week or something. Right. I
1: think the endings. Uh, yeah, I think the difference between like series and um, like limited is the actual like minute time
0: yeah I think it is
1: but there, I feel there like we maybe changed that I
0: think we said some sort of story where they changed the limit
1: Uh, they changed. no we talked about them changing the uh, the academy changing its rules I thought the there enemies. was an Emmy story
0: too maybe there uh, was an Emmy story anyways doesn't matter so yeah Chernobyl it's dark it's dark
1: it's well, made. it's well made it's definitely worth a watch but right. oh you gotta be ready for that I am not ready for oh. that
0: jelly. Alright, let's move on then. I did not watch any new television. Oh. Uh, so, we can continue right on to cancellations and renewals. Woo! First up, Disney XD's Spider-Man show is cancelled after three seasons.
1: Uh, that is Marvel's Spider-Man. Marvel's Disney. Spider-Man. Disney XD. Oh, that's not cancelled.
0: Oh, sorry. Never mind. It got renewed for a third season. Yeah. Sorry. I was hoping for cancellation. <laughs> but we do get one on NBC. Abby's. Aw. Oh. Abby's apostrophe S uh, gets canceled after just one season on NBC.
1: Uh, it was filmed in front of a live studio audience. It was. Another one bites as the dust. Me, As it reminded me in front of every episode.
0: Yeah. NBC has canceled The Enemy Within after one season.
1: NBC has that? also canceled The Village after one season. So all three of these were newcomers that were on the bubble, yep. and, and NBC bon, bon. made their decision. Stars is
0: bringing back Vita for a third season. The CW is bringing back burden of truth for a third season. But the big uh, news and cancellations is that Silicon Valley indeed will end after its upcoming sixth season. But, Silicon Valley fans will be happy to know, it's been bumped up. You will no longer have to wait till 2020. You will see it in late this year. So something got moved around, I guess. Some sort of thing on the HBO slate got, like,
1: uh like, It was supposed to be this summer, but then Game of Thrones... So they had to move it to the following year. But they, then they decided,
0: hey, we have this empty slot in fall. We can just move it there.
1: Yep. And, and be done with it to free them up for something else. So there you go. I believe it was the Watchmen that got uh, the Watchmen series that got moved. Because that, cause that got pushed back instead.
0: That makes sense. So they swapped
1: them. Yeah, well, since Silicon Valley was already shot in the can. Yeah, right didn't make sense to make it wait through. So the, yeah, the show uh, that we
0: said should have ended, uh, what, before its third season? Finally
1: will be ending at the end of its sixth season. <laughs> yes. They finally got too big. They got too too big to, to wait. To, too uh, big to, to fail? To fail. Yeah. Well, right. well, I don't know. Six seasons is a success, I'd say. I'd say. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Uh, we move on then into the world of music. And I hand it over to you.
1: All right. We always start music with the billboard. And we always start Billboard with the Hot 100. And take a guess at what's number one. This
0: is your singles chart.
1: Yes, this is your singles chart. So your number one single... Is, once again, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. The Horses in the Back. With some horses (laughs) with a mat that's also black. (laughs) The house that's always bad. Something like that. Yes, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X.
0: Still, I'm sure everybody saw the video that was going around of Lil Nas X singing... Uh, Old Town Road in front of a, a bunch of elementary school kids. I don't think
1: he was singing <laughs> it as much as they were singing it. it at him? At yes. him. You're probably right. He just started it off and they just ran with it they and know the literally song. ran with it. They know the song. It, it's a. They have his hit. Yeah, it's his hit. It's his hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, moving up.
0: Yeah, uh, was nearly number one this week. Uh, if it wasn't for the juggernaut, that is Old Town Road. <laughs> Billboard pointed out in its article this week that this is the third time in a week, you know, third week in a row, that a uh, song that's been rising the ranks like a bullet has been denied number one. Oh, because of Old Town Road.
1: Because of Old Town Road. It's
0: been blocking, it blocked Taylor Swift. Uh, of course, uh,
1: blocked, and now it's blocked. It blocked Lee. Ed Sheeran, it blocked yeah. Jonas yeah, Brothers. Exactly. Blocked Khalid. Uh, speaking of all these other artists.
0: Uh, who else is in the top? Uh, number
1: three here? is Talk by Khalid. Yeah. Number four is I Don't Care by Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber. I don't care either. And number five is Sucker by Jonas Brothers. Yep. All of the above. Having listened to that Jonas Brothers sucker for. It's catchy. It's, catchy. it's,
0: fine. it's too derivative of uh, um, that. Uh, that, uh, what's that song? The... I'm a rebel just for kicks. Uh, oh, oh, the...
1: kicks in.
0: Yeah, whatever the hell that song is. Um, it reminds Portugal me to, the Man. Yeah, that Portugal the Man song. It reminds me way too much of that. You're right. And I, so the first time I heard it, I was like, it sounds like that song, and I haven't been able to hear it on time. <laughs> like, since.
1: I gotta add that one back to my playlist. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, before I get to playlists, uh, Billboard 200, your album's charts... Yeah, uh, at number one is Billie Eilish with "When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go?" Get
0: yeah, back up at number one, I guess, thanks to the strength of "Bad Guy" as a single. Um, <laughs> it's been uh, heavily uh, on radio the last week, which has brought it back up uh, to, in the album chart.
1: I've heard it a lot on the radio, yes. and it's still like, yeah, still not yeah, for me. Yeah, not for me. It's catchy
0: though. I've caught myself singing it like okay. to myself because like it's got a catchy enough chorus, but. The actual practice of listening to it, and I'm like, this just makes me feel gross. Uh,
1: number two is "Father of Assad" by DJ Khaled. Yep. Number three is Igor. Yep. By Tyler comma, the creator. I'm
0: from number one last week.
1: Uh, number four is Forty Three VA Heartless I think it's like Forever. It's forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Forty Three VA Heartless by moneybag yo yeah so what the hell
0: like i was (laughs) looking at this and like i swear there's at least one artist in this top five albums list every week where i'm like who the hell are they and where do they come from
1: this is the future thing
0: yeah where it's like i have no idea who these people are like at first it was like juice world and then it was bookie with the hoodie (laughs) and now it's like freaking this moneybag yo I don't know. I hope I don't have to listen to Buddy Bag
1: Yo next week. It's weird that these are like full <laughs> albums too and yeah, not just singles. So <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyways, rounding up your top five is Free Spirit by Khalid. Yeah, I'm still
0: there. Still there. Probably on the strength of the singles. Maybe. Because it sucks, as I talked about last week.
1: Well, going off of... Well, what am I listening to this week? I don't know what you're listening to this week. But here are your new releases. All right. Uh, We have Avicii with a posthumous album. Yes. Titled Tim.
0: Like his real name.
1: As in his real name, Tim. I believe this was that album we were talking about that uh, was, what is it? It was, it's made to benefit uh, his foundation.
0: It will go to benefit his foundation. But But it was was music he was planning on releasing. Yeah, he was planning on releasing. This year, if he had lived. Uh, Right. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then it was uh, produced by, uh, what was his name? Oh,
0: yeah, I remember. I was talking about it, but I don't remember the
1: name. Uh, Some, like, Uber producer, too. Yeah. We wanted to finish it.
0: But, yeah, so uh, this thing's uh, coming out.
1: Yep. Uh, We also have Dinosaur Pile-Up. I don't
0: know who this is, and it wasn't a bolded name, but I included it because I knew you'd love the band
1: name. I mean, (laughs) it's it's really great on the fly when I see a Dinosaur Pile-Up. Dinosaur Pile-Up. It just always stops traffic.
0: It's like one of those classic band names where it's like you just pick two random words. <laughs>
1: uh, this is what always happens on Jurassic World Island. Mm-hmm. It's just a dinosaur pileup. <laughs> uh, they're coming up with an album called Celebrity Mansions. It's also a good name yeah, for an album. Name. It's a great name. Um, we also have Future. Speaking of Future. Yeah.
0: Future, I guess, has another album this year.
1: Yeah. I I guess we're not done with it. I don't know what's going on with this, but yes, it exists. All right, we have Future with SAVE ME. It's in all caps. Yep. So somebody go and say Future. Save Future. Uh, We also have Gloria Gaynor Mm -hmm. with Testimony. And that Jonas Brothers album is finally out. It's out. Uh, Jonas Brothers with Happiness Begins. I, I mean, sure. Now. Now, now it when, does. When they released were, were that they, record, that, that's when happiness. Were, were you begins. not happy before under the mouse? Dude. Were you not happy before no. when you got married? And happiness is finally again. Maybe this is what what happiness is. They yeah. they found it. It's happening. They're a sucker for it. But, yeah. anyways, that George Brothers album is out. I'll probably give it to listen because I like that song a lot. Uh, I am really thinking none of the other songs would be like that, but I could be wrong. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, we also have Lust for Youth, with a self-titled album, Lust yes. for Youth. Yep. Uh, Neil Young, yes, that Neil Young, yep. with Tuscaloosa, all caps. All caps. <laughs> uh, we have Pale Hound, with Black Friday. I'll be checking that out. Perry Pharrell, uh, with Kind Heaven. Peter Frampton, yes, that Peter Frampton, yep. with All Blues. I'm I sure. assume this is an is. <laughs> opera album. <laughs> uh, we also have Santana. Yes, yeah, that's Santana. Santana. Wow, there's a lot of good acts here. <laughs> I want to go to this concert. Right. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, Santana with Africa Speak. Also, another big hit up here Silver Sun Pickups. Yeah, well, depends on your time. Depends, depends on where you figure <laughs> a hit is. Uh, Silver Sun Pickups with Widow's Weeds. And lastly, Ye Sayer, or Yeah say-er. I think it's Yay Sayer. Yay the say-er. variation you didn't say. yosayer <laughs> With erotic reruns. <laughs> Which is a weird-ass name. <laughs> Someone's been watching Skinamax. <laughs> uh, <hey. laughs> right. I like
0: singing these erotic reruns.
1: I know. Give me that new <laughs> yeah. Where does the season start? Geez. Anyways, uh, that's it for new movies enough of this writer's strike gosh <laughs> anyways. anyways I do know where this plot's going yeah who knows we can say. Uh, well, All right. uh, anyways we have news and we start news with the iTunes
0: so this is big news uh, music story of the week in fact so big that there are no other music stories this week
1: Yes, the big news coming out of Apple is that they have a nine hundred ninety nine dollar stand.
0: No, that's not what we're talking about. Oh, here. that's
1: not what we're talking about here. No, we're talking about iTunes. Oh yes, okay. I just saw Apple. And I automatically assume that's what we're talking about. <laughs> so Apple used its Worldwide Developers Conference in San Jose, California, in case you didn't know. Yeah,
0: you know.
1: Um, to officially announce its plans to end the Mac version of iTunes. We had been talking about this, it had been hinted at. Yeah. People moaned and groaned when they said this. They now have an exit strategy, which is more they can say about Britain. Ha! Ah. Ha! Topical jokes. Two topical jokes. Anyway. Anyways, the company will phase out its well-known media application with the introduction of OS X 10.15, codenamed Catalina. That is not an animal. No, they're, animals. they're
0: They stopped doing animals.
1: What? Yeah, they ran out. Uh, they killed all they the animals. They got a snow leopard. <laughs> I know, all the big cats?
0: Yeah, no, they, they're done.
1: Uh anyways, Catalina is expected to be released in September, alongside the next version of, the I- of iOS and their new iPhone. However, yeah. the iTunes brand isn't going away. As Apple has said, the iTunes Store app will remain... Will remain the place for iOS users to purchase music, while the Windows version of the iTunes application is living on for now. So yeah, when
0: this news first started dropping, I think a lot of people were very reactionary and started saying, "Oh no, where are my libraries? And my playlist going to go? Oh no, what are they doing? My 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 life of music—they're getting rid of hard music. It's just going to be streaming." It was all over the place. The discourse exploded. Uh, and really, not much is actually changing here. Let us be a PSA for you. Your music will not go anywhere. Nope. One, because it sounds like they're just moving into a different app called Music. Called Apple Music. Uh, that will, yes, have more, more hooks into Apple Music, I think. Yeah,
1: Apple Music is your streaming, whereas iTunes will still be your purchasing.
0: And then, yeah, it's not being, it's not uh, being replaced even. Like, the brand will still exist. It's like... It just won't be presented probably in the same way as it has been. But yeah, nothing will change really except for the
1: name. No, iTunes will be their Google Play Store. Yeah, give or
0: take, yeah. More or less. It seems like, yeah, it's just this is a branding probably Mm -hmm. decision above all. Is that because it probably was confusing people to have two products called, one called Apple Music and the other called iTunes. Be like, where's my music? And right. for them to say technically it's in both places, but then having to explain it for five
1: minutes. So then like, yeah, um, <laughs> you can you can get your music on iTunes, yeah. but you have to pay for it, or you can pay a monthly subscription to use Apple Music, so, and you'll have it there.
0: So I guess the end, uh, what I'm basically trying to say is like it's not a huge deal as people like want it to be. However, yes, it does mark an end of an era. It does like if, all tw- going to be twenty years, uh, probably uh, nearly close I know, like, to probably like eighteen a few years after.
1: Like 17, 18. 17 18
0: years but yeah it definitely marks this very specific era of music when uh, digital distribution was buying songs for 99 cents of pop it did change the industry model uh, when it, when it happened and of course you know it hand in hand with the iPod did do a lot to change how people listen to music that's all true and yes this is technically like a a, a a point in history where we're going to look back and be like, yeah, this was the death knell for this kind of distribution of music. Because yeah, I think if the companies get what they want, it's going to be all streaming from here on out. Hopefully that doesn't happen because of course there's still value in owning. Uh, But we'll see what happens. Thanks Napster. Yeah. This might be the, well, don't thank Napster. (laughs) Um, It's more like thanks. The big, thank the big uh, record labels for, uh, putting so much money into the into the streaming services and the tech companies for encouraging them. That's what it is. Hey. Yeah.
1: It's uh, a lot. It's, I love the convenience of streaming. Don't I, get me I do. I'm yes. a
0: Spotify premium person and have been for a very long time and I use it daily. That being said, I really like the idea of having these downloads and being able to purchase this music. It's better for the smaller artists in the long run. So, yeah, I hope that the two things can coexist as long as possible before we move into the bleak all-streaming future that Apple wants us to.
1: All-streaming all the time. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it's (laughs) Apple. Yeah. It's Apple. Apple. Moving on to other music news. Yeah. Do we have to call this music news? It's news. (laughs) Is this news? I do not have any
0: other news stories, so here's what we got.
1: Well, at least it's a goodwill uh, yes. story. Okay. It's, it's our feel-good story yeah, it's feel good story of the week. It's
0: feel good story of the week. our feel good story of the week.
1: Yes, uh, if you call <laughs> Dave Matthews band a feel good story.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, you can do it. I, I may not, but you can.
0: That's why uh, Dave Matthews band Are you impression. done Are you
1: done David Matthews? <laughs> All right, well, the Dave Matthews Band <laughs> has been chosen as a goodwill ambassador by the United Nations Environment Program. Yep. This is the English version, because there's an E at the program. <laughs> yes. For their <laughs> environmental advo- advocacy and fan engagement to take care of the planet. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, good for that. This is where you go, aw. Aw, oh, good
0: for Dave Matthews. And his band. You know why? Because he wants to save all those ants that are marching.
1: To dance. That was my rib shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, since 2005, the rock band—okay, um, I'm not going to edit that there—the uh, Dave Matthews Band <laughs> has partnered with the nonprofit organization Reverb on the Bama Green Project, uh-huh. which is an ambitious set of environmental efforts taken on the road, at home and among their fans.
0: And that the movie is at home resonance.
1: Yes, which for every stop of their band's North American tours, Reverb has helped design a comprehensive sustainability program to lessen their environmental impact. Mm-hmm. This is all jargon basically. <laughs> their plans include using biodiesel for their buses, sourcing local farms for catering, recycling and composting backstage waste, and funding solar, and wind energy projects. So, this is Dave Matthews' band doing a lot of good green energy stuff while they're on the road touring, helping lower their carbon footprint. Cool. Can you tell this is a slow news week? Yeah, because
0: it is.
1: Because we're talking about Dave Matthews' band. (laughs)
0: Yeah, but that's because all the news happened in our next segment. Before we move on, though, did you listen to any music?
1: I, I, did not. I did listen to music. Okay, what do we got? I've been listening to a lot of music this year.
0: Good. I kind of like it. Good. Yeah,
1: it's great. It's good. Um, so I listened to Thomas Rhett's new album, Center Point Road. Um, Did you talk about this last week? Did I talk? No, this came out. This Are past you week.
0: Sure, because I'm having
1: deja vu. I talked to this about this just on Saturday. S- we talked about.
0: S- oh, that's probably. That's why. why. I told you it was a <laughs> long,
1: week. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> a long week. It has been a long ass week. It has been a long ass week. I was tomorrow
0: only Thursday.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it should be uh, the weekend already.
0: It be Friday
1: tomorrow. Anyways. Anyways, I listened to Center Thomas H. Centerpoint Road. Yes. Center Road. Um, this has the song. Look What God Gave Her on it, um, which is the...
0: Sorry, that's such a country name, because it's like, they work in God, yes, but it's also about, about objectifying a, a woman. Yes. It's like every country song. <laughs> Sorry, anyways.
1: So, uh, I like that song. Um, it's on my playlist. So I decided to listen to the album. Oh my god. another one of those where it's like, well, you got the single... I got the single, and now I got That's the it. rest. Yeah. Um, as I didn't mention to you, I mentioned to my doctor about this. Um, this is, every song on this sounds like it should be sung by a boy band, which is weird. <laughs> which, is, which isn't that far of a stretch, because <laughs> he sings over his own voice to create his own uh, like vocal backup. He tracks his vocals. Yes. So it sounds <laughs> like the Thomas Rhett's. <laughs> Just a band called the Thomas Reds. Yeah. Um, and even all the music in it sounds like it's from a country boy band Ooh. meshed together for to make a summer album that two teens will enjoy. Yeah, two. only two. Okay, I mean, if you want to get into three teens... Two teens? <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's your, like, your couple love... <laughs> it's your couple song. It's your couple album. <laughs> this is your... Your um, high school couples album of the summer, sure, yeah, 2019. I can see that in the country, in the country road. Uh, there's a lot of love songs here. There's a lot of objectifying women's country songs, as you want to point out. As, as you, as they do. As they do. The songs are not bad. I'm, I'm just putting this in its own little box and saying that this is clearly for like first time. Loves this is clearly for the younger crowd generation mm-hmm. because outside of this song, I understood where he was going okay. with every other song. I just didn't necessarily like every other song. Yeah, um, but it's a fine album. He's definitely playing to his audience here of the teen country crowd. Yeah, because I went to his uh, his concert and one of my buddies who I went with. Looked over a girl and said, hey, look at her. Do you think she's cute? He was like, I don't know. She looks kind of young. And then he was saying, then Thomas here <laughs> came. I was like, all right, whose birthday is it? And the girls we were looking at her was like, it's her birthday. She's 16. It's uh, her birthday. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> immediately. And we all had the same look at each other like, oh, my God. <laughs> But that's his crowd. That's who he plays to. Yeah. The Teen Country Generation. Uh, that's, and yeah. if you're into that, this album is for you. I am not a Teen Country Generation. You're not? Um surprise surprise, surprise, surprise. I am no longer in that demographic <laughs> for a while now. For a
0: little bit.
1: Anyway. Anyways. So, yeah. yeah, this is like, like I said, this is the Thomas Rhett's. Everything on this album sounds like it should be a boy band song, in like the most boy band sense of the word, but it's just him singing, and it gets the point across. It's for someone, not for me, but it's definitely for someone. Um, Moving on, did you listen to anything else? I did not, so let's move on. Alright, so let's move on to video games as we speed into this wrapping up. Portion. So yeah,
0: this will be the big segment because we are a mere da- we are mere day. days away from uh, the big E3. We Electronic are, Entertainment Expo.
1: We are a mere day Z yes. away.
0: Uh, uh, uh. There's no new Daisy game. No, there's uh, not. A- but yeah, that's uh, uh, yeah uh, upcoming. So uh, big news this week because everybody's dropping smaller stuff so that way they can have their. Bigger drops this this week.
1: Uh, I had bigger drops earlier today.
0: That's disgusting. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, new releases, though, before we go there.
1: Uh, new releases upcoming this week. We have MotoGP19 for the PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC.
0: Yeah, do you like those MotoGP We GP have games?
1: Octopath Traveler for the PC.
0: Yeah, if you've been holding out on the PC version for some reason of that game, there you
1: go. And we have Dragon Star Vamir for the PlayStation.
0: Don't know what that is? Never heard
1: of it. Uh, sorry, that's Varnir, Not Varnier. Vamir. Varnir.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, those R's and N's. Yeah. Alright. Uh, that brings us to video game news. And yep. we had no video game news.
0: No, that's not true.
1: Okay. Uh, this morning, we had video game news. <laughs> As we hyped it up last week, there's going to be a Pokemon Direct yes. that happened this morning. So yeah, uh, I'm not sure what I expected, but
0: I feel like the, what they actually showed at this thing was not what I expected them to show. I don't know. I just figured it was gonna be like more like, here's like the story of this game, here's some more Pokemon, and here's the like
1: new mechanics. Instead, they focus on like a couple of
0: new mechanics and pretty much did nothing else.
1: I was expecting them to show the final evolutions. But no. I was expecting them to show a little bit get, more.
0: We didn't get a whole lot of worlds Pokemon. We got three Pokemon. Yep. Well, five. Five. If you include the legendaries, that will be on the box. Uh, and we got the, the new game mechanic. Yes. All right. So, go, go into
1: it. All right. Reading the copy here. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Well, Pokemon Sword... And, and Pokemon Shield. Shield. Two
0: distinct games.
1: Yes. Uh, those will be <laughs> the names of the upcoming Pokemon Open World. Open World role-playing games. Yeah. Detailed during so today's they're embellishing a
0: little bit. I think what they mean is that there will be portions of the game world that are open for you to join other players. This is not an open-world Pokemon game in the way you're thinking.
1: Yes. Do- at don't- least...
0: It's an open world in the way that other Pokemon games have been open world.
1: Well, let's just say, don't hold your Breath of the Wild. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. But, you can definitely see they're taking elements from Breath of the Wild into this. Uh, But, I mean, the Sword and Shield, as we noted before, will release on November 15th. I may be busy the next couple days after that, playing this game. yes. Playing this game. (laughs) Not doing
0: anything else. Nope important and life-changing no of course not nope that won't be a crazy week for you at all
1: uh no pokemon <laughs> is life-changing enough or, as it is. or me uh, i think it'll be busy for uh, both of us really uh thinking about it yeah uh, may or may not be <laughs> anyways this new rpg uh from Gay freak will feature an open world in which up to four players yes. can raid Against giant wild Pokemon across the Galar region.
0: I feel like I, like, Monkeys Pod last week when I was saying, man, they should do co-op in these Pokemon games. And I I didn't realize, while I was saying that, the monkey's finger went down because (laughs) they made that happen, but in the way I didn't want them to. In the weirdest (laughs) aspect of it. (laughs) Like, they took something that's actually... Really trendy in game design right now, and somehow brought it into a Pokemon game, which is a raid. So if you're unfamiliar with the term, it originates from MMOs, and what it basically means is getting a group of people instead of you just being on your on your own or soloing as solo they call ground it in MMOs. Uh, but instead, getting you and a bunch of people together to face a common enemy, and in this case, those common enemies are Pokemon. But they're a different kind of Pokemon. Uh, why don't you tell us uh, what's up with these weird Pokemon?
1: Well, some of these Pokemon aren't even normal size.
0: Yeah. Uh, are they... What are they?
1: They're way lower size. They're big. They're huge. They're huge. Oh, uh, sorry. They're giant. They're giant. These are giant Pokemon. So why are they giant? Uh, well, these giant Pokemon exist out in the wild and will require require all four players to take them down.
0: Oh, man. I just... There's not a, an, another a Twitter joke that I could have done this morning. Uh, what'd you do? I, know, I said I didn't do, but I should have done it. Well, what should you do? I should have done, uh, they might be Pokemon Giants. giants.
1: <laughs> they they might get. be Giants. No, anyway, sorry.
0: <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're so big, but why are How they How
1: big? big are they? Why,
0: what transformation have they gone under?
1: Well, players can also make their own Pokemon. Enormous. With a phenomenon called Dynamics. Dynamax. Dynamax. Dynamax.
0: Dynamax. Dynamax. Dynamax Di- makes it sound even more like a prescription drug. <laughs>
1: Dynamax. I gotta give my Pokemon that Dynamax. Yep, Dynamax. The Dynamax.
0: So yeah, it makes it big. This is this game's hook. You know, like how X and Y had Mega Evolutions. Yes, yeah,
1: which I actually liked. Sun and Moon had Z-Moves. Which I didn't use for most I of the I use all the time. Oh, well, you need to in the Pokemon League, trust me. I don't, I will, i use them well, once i right, yeah. all my Pokemon had died, I'd use it It's uh-huh. like, take out their last person. you
0: do one per battle, why not use it? That's yeah. Like my,
1: that was my, logic. My, my logic is that the cut, the animation takes way too long. I don't want to yeah, say the precious it, frames. It,
0: it does, but anyways. Uh, but yeah, but this is, this game's hook is, like, you can make these Pokemon big, and while they're big, they will have three Z-moves at their disposal. Basically, three superpower moves.
1: Yes. This uh, makes them massive in size and boosts their power, turning all their original moves into new power moves. However, a player's Pokemon will return to normal size after three turns. So you kind of need to use all three moves. Yeah. Uh, in these max raid battles against giant Pokemon, only one player out of four will be able to dynamax their pokemon which adds an element of strategy to the battle you can only make one of your pokemon yes yeah. um supersized Megazor size so yeah you can imagine
0: situations where you have to be like you're on the couch with two of your other friends and you'll be like hey man it's my turn it's my turn to make my my uh sobble giants <laughs> well my giant ass
1: sobble uh yeah Well, I figured you'd use more of your supports would be, or you have. oh, that's great. Only one person would be a support. Yeah. One person would be your your take. One person would be your healer.
0: It's a really interesting uh, dynamic since up to this point there have not been really uh, a, a battle system in Pokemon that was four against one. Or like any team really against one. They tend to discourage that, right? Uh, so yeah, it's interesting. They don't want to you to them. gang
1: up on. Pokemon. But since they're
0: wild Pokemon, I guess it makes some more sense. Yeah. The question is, is do you get to catch it? And if so, who gets to catch it? You all can't throw a Pokeball at it.
1: Uh, it looked like <laughs> only the person who had the gigantic Pokeball oh, would be able to throw it. Gigantic Pokeball. I don't know. That's they, great. they use the Spear ha. <laughs> They just went, like, here, Pokeball, Spirit Ball, catch it, kill the enemy. But
0: uh, uh, that was the big announcement, but they also had a bunch of little small stuff to share. Like I mentioned, they revealed a handful of Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Three kind of wild Pokemon, one that looked like a flower, one that was a... An
1: electric crow, which is awesome. Yeah,
0: it was, like, I guess the the taxi service in town. (laughs) Uh, They also... It's your fly. Yeah. And uh, they also put... uh, uh, They also
1: finally revealed the legendaries.
0: Well, that too. A rock, water, turtle-like thing. Oh, yeah. And there was a third one.
1: Oh, the sheep. The 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 sheep. sheep. The sheep.
0: which the internet is obsessed with now. Yes. Uh, Cute, innocent wulu.
1: It's because the wants their air for us again. Uh, They also... Yes, and then the two legendaries... Uh, what is an actual... They're both wolves. Both dogs, yeah. Both wolves, um, as we kind of guessed by the uh, logo. One with but, a sword. Well, one was a shield. One is a shield. One is a shield. And the other
0: has a sword. Yes. Cute, that's a good distinction, yes. Because, <laughs> yeah, one of them's just hold, holding the sword in their mouth the whole time. The other one, yeah, it's like mane as a shield. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool.
1: But there's also a third legendary that they showed. Yeah. Or didn't show. Um, it looked like they were going to team up against the third legendary of the region, but that one's a secret. Secret. Or, you know, maybe it's just um, a different legendary, like Lugia. We'll see She's just, just flying over like, hey, this is actually a canter the whole time. Yeah. Plot twist.
0: And also, it looks like they, they did, uh, uh, I guess, in some of the footage, reveal that, uh, what the new, uh, a couple of new characters in the game. Oh, uh, yes.
1: Uh, the professor is named Professor Mango. Magnolia.
0: Yeah, Magnolia. And it will be the second female professor in the series. First, of course, I, Professor I, Juniper back I, in Juniper. black and white. Yeah. Uh, but this one, uh, she's an older woman. Uh, it's the first time that they've had a, um, um, a female, like an older female um, professor. And then also, I guess, the professor's cousin or something. This girl who I guess is like your go-to like person with knowledge about the region. Who's going to also help you out throughout.
1: Also, your rival. Yeah, they did reveal a rival. They revealed your rival, who is also the Pokemon champion's little brother. (laughs) Which is... That's cute. Cute. It's a good... That's a good way to, like... uh, You know storytelling. You have to mesh your characters? Yeah, that's a good way. That's a good way to mesh your characters.
0: And then uh, the last thing that I think is kind of interesting, in a way, is that they have confirmed this game will return to the traditional gym structure of Pokemon. So, Sun and Moon... Uh, which was the kind of experimental... uh, They had their gimmicks. ...series, which had the Trials instead of Gym Battles. Uh, Well, forget that ever happened, because they're going right back to Gym Battles.
1: Woo, Gym Battles. I don't
0: know how I feel about that. I kind of wanted them to continue down the experimental road, but you know what, fine, I guess I'll deal with another classic
1: book Well, this being on the Switch and going to be most people's reintroduction or first introduction. Or the game they play after Let's Go, Pikachu,
0: which also has gym battles.
1: Right. I think that's why they went back to gym battles. Maybe.
0: So yeah, there's still a lot of question marks here. There's still a lot of stuff we don't know about the game. Uh, kind of the nitty-gritty. Uh, so yeah, it'll be really interesting to see the we'll road get, till November.
1: We'll get another... Um, We'll definitely get another Pokemon Direct probably in September. Yeah, ish. sometime closer to the release. I'm yeah, close to the release. Yeah. Which yeah. is in November, so it's going to be a while.
0: I look forward to it because, yeah, I'm I, I such I'm a huge Pokemon kick. As I kind of referenced uh, a moment ago, I finished uh, my Moon version finally. So I'm in the post-game content of Moon now. There is post-game content, and it's already stupid hard.
1: Uh, So... I revived my um, 3DS because it was on a desert island.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: so I revived it, opened it up, and had my option of Mario or Pokemon. And just like I said, mm-hmm. I went straight to Pocket Jockey. Well, because first it was- I up- updated because I had like three years worth of updating. And then went to Pocket Jockey. <laughs> I re-downloaded Every Pocket did. Jockey
0: on my new 3DS
1: last time. <laughs> yeah. So I'm ready. I'm set it's great
0: it's small thankfully because they only by the way i just a real quick like i guess a buyer beware uh, thing i I just want to tell people if they're not aware and they were thinking about upgrading their 3ds which i don't know why you would do that in 2019 i'm an idiot don't do what i do uh but i bought a 2ds xl uh the newer the newest model of the, the, Mm -hmm. the the ds line And uh, I did the system transfer from my old one to the new one, um, because I'm gifting my old one. And um, I didn't realize that between the original model and the XLs, that they had switched from regular SD card to micro. Okay. I did not know that. So I was expecting just to pop one out and put it back in. Can't do that. There's literally no way to put in a full SD card into the new Ooh. 2DS XL. So, they warn you in the, the transfer. It's like, hey, yeah, this is not going to work. You either have to transfer things on a computer or upgrade the size of your micro SD card. Because everything that I'm here, it was a 16 gig card, could not transfer to the 4 gig micro SD in the system. <laughs> so, it was screwed. So that's why I have to re-download all my games because those were the biggest files. Ah, so I have just enough room—literally just enough room—for Moon to be on there and like a little bit of other stuff. I cannot have more than one full game on that thing. With wow, the card that they give you. Yeah. Dark. Yeah, it sucks. So yeah, one of the myriad reasons why I'm glad uh, that they're slowly doing away with the DS line. <laughs> But yeah, so that's just a buyer review where make sure if you buy a 3 ds and you have a lot in your previous 3DS, uh, buy a bigger micro SD card. Cool. Okay. All
1: right. Well, that sounds like a little bit of information.
0: (laughs) Yes. We have a lot more bits to come.
1: With the bits. Give me the bits. All right. Here's some kibble and bits.
0: All right. First up... Big, like I said, a lot of small stories this week because video games are getting ready.
1: Yep. Uh, first up, Bungie is running a Destiny 2 reveal stream tomorrow morning. So yeah,
0: they're on their own now since they're no longer attached to Activision. So they figured, why as well do our own stream about our own updates for Destiny. And they're doing it right before the show. So yes, Thursday morning. That's, I believe, 10
1: a.m. Pacific Time. So whatever that translates to your local time. Uh, Spongebob Squarepants, colon, Battle for Bikini Bottom is getting remade for the current generation consoles. This goes for the weirdest story
0: of the week. When I saw this, I was like, why? Why? There were lots of Spongebob games from that era. That's the one I didn't play. So I have no idea uh, why they chose this game. But yes, THQ Nordic, I guess, still has the rights to this because they bought up all the old THQ stuff. So yeah, I guess they're putting this back out.
1: Um, well, PlayStation 4 is getting an update to its party function with the addition of chat transcriptions and 16 player group chats.
0: Yeah, this is like, you know, quality of life stuff, like for people who I guess are heavy heavy users of the messaging platform, because this means nothing to most people.
1: No, this is trying to get people off of Discord, Maybe. but it's only 16, so, eh. Um, Watch Dogs Legion which is the third installment of Ubisoft's Watch Dogs series, will take place in dystopian London and allow players to overtake any NPCs in the game.
0: Yeah, so this was the big reveal. Uh, It kind of leaked ahead of time, which is why the news was announced at all. I think it was probably supposed to be saved for the press conference, but it leaked. But yes, this is Ubisoft's big release probably for the end of this year. Watch Dogs Uh, Yeah, that mechanic seems neat.
1: Watch Dogs underscore Legion?
0: I think it's just calling.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, we also have Google is holding its first ever Stadia Connect live stream. Yeah. Tomorrow, uh, Thursday at 9 a.m. So, yeah, right before you watch the Bungie thing, apparently you're to uh,
0: tune in to watch whatever Google has to say about Stadia. Uh, they said that this will include announcements, big announcements, in their words, uh, possibly games studios that they're working with specifics, so maybe you may know of some uh, of the big hard-hitting stuff from Google about the Sadia before developers come out and talk about it during the show.
1: Yeah. Uh, we also have Call of Duty, calling Modern Warfare, announced. Yes. Uh, what year is it? Uh, not 2007,
0: surprisingly enough, but yes, they're putting out a game called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. No
1: numbers. No. It's just Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Not to be confused with Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Yeah. And, not to be confused with Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered.
0: Yes, definitely Both
1: of those are games. And so is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. So yeah,
0: they're naming it Modern Warfare because they wanted to kind of acknowledge that the definition of what Modern Warfare is has changed since the release of Modern Warfare. Has it? So what they're trying to... The drones? Yeah. yeah. Not really. But yes, uh, they're saying basically that this will be a more serious tone They'll try to, they're going to try to end the campaign. Yes, campaign. The campaign. campaign this time. Uh, they're going to try to make it reflect the horrors and like complications of real modern war. So, that'll be interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know if they could pull it off. They have kind of a lame track record for that kind of thing.
1: I don't know if they can. But we'll see.
0: I mean, it seems like the press reaction to the footage that they got to see has been... Pretty positive. People are like, I guess, supportive that they're trying something new and mostly nailing the tone, at least in the footage that they saw. So we'll see when the whole game hits whether they're able to stick the landing.
1: Uh, the early press talk is that it's more like the uh, Call of Duty level, no Russian, yeah, the video game.
0: Yeah, but I've also heard a little pushback from that as well. Yeah, it seems like that that that's they're doing a... a a little less ham-fistedly than something like No Russian.
1: Oh, I'm gonna go for some ham-fist right now. Right, yeah. Uh, but the last bit of bits of news before we get to food... Yes. ...is Call of, is, uh, Call of Duty... ...is Apple TV users can now play games with Xbox One and PlayStation 4 controllers. Yeah! So oh, it's a bit of an update.
0: If you have an Apple TV or you play a lot of games on your iPhone, I uh, guess this matters to you, you'll soon be able to via Bluetooth hook up a Bluetooth-enabled PS4 or Xbox One controller. Uh, I say Bluetooth-enabled because, remember, a lot of Xbox One controllers are old technology and do not have Bluetooth in them. Yep. So heads up. But yeah, this is, I guess, finally Apple just succumbing to the fact that they will never actually release their own
1: controller. Hashtag <laughs> just, sad. Yeah. So yeah. All right, well, let's get to some thoughts. Do you have any thoughts? I do. i am playing, really
0: briefly, a mobile game. Uh, it's called flip flop solitaire. Okay, what am I flipping and or flopping? Whose house? So imagine, ha, imagine solitaire.
1: Is this a house of cards? Am I flipping or uh-huh. flopping? Uh-huh. No. Imagine solitaire and free cell. What if you combine them? Uh, those are both card games, so I believe you get a
0: card game. And yes, you do definitely get a card game. But so the, it has the rules of solitaire, kind of, where there's there four spaces. There's no, like, homes that you can keep cards, like, in Free Sale. Right. So it's, like, kind of like Solitaire, but it follows a lot of Free Sale rules where, like, you can only move, like, certain, like, like, cards. You can't, like, you'll have situations where cards that don't belong will, like, pile up on top of your cards. So you can't move them. There'll be situations like that. And there are also, there are also, there's also a mechanic uh, where, hence the name Flip Flop Solitaire You can go in either direction with the card stacks. So for example, if you have a 7, you can put an 8 there as well as a 6. But no, you're not supposed to go one way. Nope, not in Flip-Flop Solitaire. What? Flip-Flop Solitaire gives you the freedom, I guess, you could call it that, um, of going both ways. You Whoa, I mean, this no is balance. mind-changing. So yeah, it's it's a neat game. So it's made by uh, Zach Gage, who uh, was the developer of Sage Solitaire, which was a game I may have actually talked about on this podcast yeah, three good. years ago or something. Uh, but yeah, it's, a, it's currently, a, I believe, an iOS exclusive, just like Sage Solitaire still is. Um, and yeah, it's it's a neat little Solitaire game that I'm having a lot of fun with. Um, it's a little. The model is a little bit more designed for microtransactions. So it is free, and you can play the bulk of the game for free. But there are mo- special modes from the start that you can only play uh, with a paid version, where basically you pay $1.99 to unlock the whole thing. And there are also a mechanic, this is really cool, where every time you watch an ad, you get a stamp that goes towards playing one of the special modes. So, say if you watch five ads, which the game makes you, <laughs> uh, you unlock a play, one round of one of the one of the games that are usually locked. Mm. It's a neat kind of like first one's free kind of approach that will get you like, oh, I like that that thing. I may actually pony up the two dollars and just have that forever. It's a cool game with a lot of cool hooks and I'm having fun with it. And, yeah. That exists. Good. It's not super new. I think it came out earlier this year. Okay. But it finally came across your... Yes. Your, your eyes. I finally realized I could download a game at work because I've, there's certain things that are blocked at work. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if I could download things from the App Store. Turns out, we can. Hey! Alright. Uh, so, yeah. With that, uh, we can wrap... I think we need to wrap up the, the video game segment. With a lightning round version of a tradition here at the Media Boat Podcast, we need to do some real quick predictions for E3.
1: Alright, quick E3 predictions. First one, the big one, Microsoft will announce a new console.
0: Yeah, that's a (laughs) no-brainer. How much they will show of it, who knows? Like, I think uh, this will be probably similar to the pre-name Xbox One uh, X thing that they did. Oh, Xbox Scorp- where they project Scorpio. Project like Scorpio, and they just had a bunch of developers saying, "Hey, it does this cool thing, and I like it." I bet that's what we see. Oh,
1: I hated that. Yeah, I got.
0: I I think because it's probably still too early to see games, so I think that's what they'll do. All right, what are they? This Project Cancer. I mean, if we if it had a if it has a uh, Project Aries,
1: a project name, we would have already heard. It. Yeah, that's hey. the thing. So it has
0: to be. They'll have to call it something that we haven't heard. Of.
1: Uh, well, let's see. They had the Xbox, Xbox three hundred and sixty, Xbox One. What, what's another Xbox? I heard Solo? Uh, a
0: podcast. I forget. I forget who to give credit for this uh, too. But somebody was saying since it's Halo Infinite, maybe it's Xbox Infinite. I, I believe which would be a good it, name. Yeah. So there's that, or
1: just Xbox. Well, not maybe. Wait, is this the eighth generation? Uh, maybe. I feel like it is. Maybe. Just take the 8, the generation 8, just turn it sideways. Yeah, maybe. That'd be smart. If they, if they were smart... They won't. No. It won't be <laughs> Xbox <laughs> either,
0: but it would be cool. Uh, but yeah, so they'll they'll show that. They probably also will announce some more uh, 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 acquisitions. Because last last year's show, they made a bunch of announcements about acquisitions. Yes. I think there'll be a big one that they probably held on to this year. I, I don't imagine know, they... a
1: big Japanese developer. I don't know, they've been making announcements, or we've, plan, been rep- we've been reporting on announcements that they've yeah. been adding more um, studios since last E3. Yeah, we're
0: on the street is it will be a big Japanese developer of some sort. So, maybe a Capcom? Yeah.
1: Could happen. Uh, maybe. Konami, I'd go with Konami. Maybe
0: Konami's games division? Yeah,
1: I'd go with Konami. Since, they, since they lost uh, Hideo yeah. Kojima? Yeah. And then, I yeah, can see them just, just doing straight... K- yeah. 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 It
0: could happen. Uh, anyways, anything else from Microsoft? They'll show Halo
1: Infinite show, in some form. Um, they'll show Scalebound. Uh, no, Scalebound's dead. No, no, Scalebound's <laughs> alive. No, it's not. Although I think it's gonna be we worked for a Switch game instead. <laughs>
0: no, then they would not show it on Microsoft show floor now, would they? Yeah. They'll announce some sort of partnership with Nintendo. Whether that means Game pl- games, uh Game Pass is coming to Switch or not, who knows. But I believe you will see somebody from Nintendo on stage. And they'll announce some sort of cross-play thing. Right. I could imagine that. Xbox Live on Switch kind of thing. Because it's already on the Minecraft on Switch. So I imagine some, that will happen. But other than that,
1: though... I think they're going to try and go more towards the exclusives round. Yeah, they
0: already said ahead of the show, 14 new uh, Microsoft Game Studios games. Which means either things they're developing or things they're publishing. Right. So yeah, could definitely have a lot of that stuff.
1: Um, anything else from Microsoft that's uh, the big new ones. connect no, no no No.
0: it'll be oh and maybe I mentioned about their streaming stuff oh maybe yeah. at least a plan to get out in front of Stadia and be like hey this is what we're doing probably so yeah I think that's a pretty good show I predict that Microsoft will be the most entertaining show and I think they will uh, make the most
1: headway um that would be, except um, Square Enix is also going to be there.
0: Or do you just want to talk about them now, too?
1: Yeah, because they're going to have to give some sort of Final Fantasy 7 news.
0: Square has to talk a lot about Final Fantasy.
1: Uh, so they have Final Fantasy. It's probably a
0: uh, DLC announcement for Kingdom Hearts. Yes.
1: Um, they're going to talk about Kingdom Hearts Remind yeah. uh, DLC. Their they're only paid DLC that they've announced, yeah. or they've hinted at. That has to be there. That has to be there. They're going to talk about the next thing they're doing with Tomb Raider, and they're, no, go- yeah. uh, they're pretty much said that they're done with Tomb Raider, or at least playing
0: taking a break after okay. the the last one didn't perform. Ah, what they do have though, and what they'll probably close the show with, is Avengers. Yeah, so I was going to go Avengers with Avengers game is the big thing. That's what I was going to go with. Uh, they- early leaks suggest that that thing is a Destiny like uh, live game. Yes, that will be multiplayer online, and will be a continuing like event based thing where you potentially create a superhero. That create. Is, yes. Yes. That's going to be leak. the
1: interesting thing, yeah. if you're able to create a superhero, uh, or yeah. if you just you take control. You can't have a live
0: game where everyone is Iron Man. You have to create a superhero.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? What <laughs> mean? I can't be part of the Iron <laughs> Legion? No. And, well, I believe you could. Maybe. I can see that happening. Okay, maybe that's a class. Yes. That's a class of superhero. You
0: can be an Iron Legion. You can be a part of the Iron Legion. Yeah, but like, there's probably other classes there. You have to have your your, your Spider Man equivalents. You have I know. To have your, actually, I don't know if you have your Spider Man equivalents because that's a that's a Sony, Sony thing. thing still. A Supposedly,
1: Marvel ones. wants a Marvel gaming universe, and that Sony Spider Man was the first step in that. So yeah,
0: I guess we'll see. We'll uh, see. What else for Square? Probably nothing for a new. Maybe like like a maybe a Switch Final Fantasy. Uh, I see them doing something like
1: that because possibly. it's too early for 16 no it's not it's, they're not doing 16 right. they have to get 7 out before they talk. Right. start talking about yeah. the next thing so yeah there's a of it if we get a well okay so the early report was that Final Fantasy 7 was going to be episodic right we'll I hope see if that's we get, still the case see if that's still the case and if we get a date for that first episode I think it will have
0: to be dated I think they have to put a date out yeah uh I think Wills for Square?
1: I don't think so. Other big developers at the conference EA. EA. Yeah, about EA. No Grand Theft Auto. I don't care what any of you guys say online. And that's a 2K anyways. Yeah. That's 2K. Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. That's a rock star. Wait, what are we talking about? EA. Oh, EA.
0: <laughs> EA. Uh so early so they won't be having a press conference per se, but they'll be doing
1: streams as part of their EA play. They will be definitely be mentioning the FIFA World Cup going on. So yeah, they'll stuff be stuff and about FIFA. for FIFA.
0: Uh, they've confirmed that they will talk a lot about the Star Wars game.
1: Yes, um, the un. Wait, oh yeah, they revealed that Star yeah, Wars that game. Uh, that uh, uh, that uh, visceral. Vis, yes. Is it visceral? It's visceral. The studio going on that. It's visceral. Uh, yeah, but whatever
0: that, that that Star Wars game. They they put the name out in May.
1: Yes,
0: that, thing. that that thing will be talked about at length. I'm sure that'll uh, be their big push.
1: Yeah, that's got to be. Um, <coughs> I think watch like, them talk around anthem and probably not bring so it anthem up. So anthem is not slated for the streams. I know, which
0: has a lot of people talking about like that being a separate thing that they'll do outside the show. So yeah, so it looks like no anthem. Um, they said something about there will be um, downloadable content stuff for Battlefield Five, still. Because they're keeping that thing alive. Yeah.
1: Uh, what else? What else? What else? EA. Um, EA's He's in a weird
0: spot. Because I feel like their big push with Anthem didn't work. No. So they have to. I guess Star
1: Wars is the next big thing for them. Star Wars is the next thing. Aside from their regular sports. Uh, maybe we get a Madden cover. Yeah. The, the... We
0: might have somebody walk up and talk about Madden.
1: Maybe. I mean, Madden cover is usually more towards the beginning of the football season.
0: Yeah. But we'll get that news. we may
1: get that news eventually. All
0: right. Uh, what else? Uh, so let's move out of EA and talk about. Well, 2K doesn't have a show.
1: Uh, Ubisoft, as we mentioned, Ubisoft, they're going to have
0: Watch yeah, Dogs. Really nice. Watch Dogs is—they're talking a lot about Watch Dogs. I'm sure they will probably. Uh, uh, new Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed is on a break actually, so they will not be talking about Assassin's Creed this year. They said Ooh. No. Assassin's Creed will be talked about next year prior to its release. Also, want to break this year's Far Cry. You okay. Will not hear anything about a new Far Cry game.
1: Uh, but there's Far Cry DLC going Maybe. on. Maybe.
0: Well, because the weird thing is, is that last thing was not a full game. Right. So probably not. Okay. I would imagine no Far Cry, no Assassins. So you're talking about a lot of empty space. Rumors are pointing towards Splinter Cell being revived. That could happen, yeah. or Rainbow they They've also got that new uh, uh, Ghost Recon. Recon, game. Recon. Uh, Wildlands, the sequel to Wildlands. Sequel to Wildlands. Yes. Uh, they talked. They announced it earlier this year, but yeah, they'll talk more about it. I'm sure. Also, maybe they have somebody at Nintendo come up, and maybe it's a sequel to Mario and Rabbids. Already a sequel? I can, oh yeah, it's been a couple years now. Has it? Yes. It's been, what? That was an early Switch game. Switch that wasn't last year.
1: That wasn't last year? That was not last year. That was two years ago. Oh.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it, I think we're due for a Rabbit sequel, so I can see that. Maybe. Other than, other
1: than that, uh, that uh, the only other thing I can think of off the top of my head is Cyberpunk 77. That's not Yubi. No, no, not Yubi. I'm just talking about no, in general. Just in general.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's CD, CD Project Red. Yeah. They'll probably be there talking about it.
1: That's the only other thing that I could think of that probably there. I could see that, probably that there. being playable.
0: Right. And uh, then
1: there's uh, Sony's... Well, Sony's not at the show. Not but at the can't show. not talk about them. Okay. But they're but doing they their own thing.
0: for the show. They don't have any scheduled things happening at, during the showtime either. Don't so. they
1: have a state of play? No. Not during the show. Uh, I thought there was a rumor around There they were there was going a rumor to, to unfortunately They have not announced a thing. That they were gonna do a live stream during uh, Microsoft's conference. I think that was people trying to stir the pot. Probably. Was
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, then who's left after that? We got you. We got uh, EA. We got Microsoft. Yes, we got Square.
1: So. Hey, if you're yelling at us through the whatever listening device, I cannot hear you. Please Chains yell, yell louder.
0: And then I guess that leaves Nintendo. So, uh, Nintendo, I mean, they dropped the Pokemon stuff, so they won't really talk about Pokemon.
1: Nope.
0: Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Has to be there. They've got the new... uh, 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 Yoshi's? No, that came out.
1: That that just came out. Yoshi came out.
0: uh, So that's done. Uh, I could see them talking about... New Sonic? No, that's not them. No, that's not (laughs) them. Uh, well, Animal Crossing will be the big, push. that'll right. be the focus. Also, uh, Fire Emblem, uh, has to have a date. They haven't put that out yet. Really? Yeah. That's I feel like Switch, that's put out. Switch Fire Emblem has not been released. Okay. Uh, so there's that. They also have that, uh, um, a, a couple of games that they announced last year uh, well, that have not come out yet.
1: Xenoblade 2? You no, know, that came out. That came out? Okay, wow, I'm <laughs> <laughs> low on it. it. Uh. I'm behind on this stuff. Yeah. Clearly. Man, if only there's some place <laughs> I could like watch it on a weekly basis that yes. tells me what's going on. Yeah, almost.
0: There's plenty of those. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, they also have, so those games, I forget what they are. There was one that was like a, um, shit. They announced a couple of games. I guess they weren't interesting to me, so I did not pay attention to them. We won't see Metroid because it's had to it had to be rebooted. It had to start over. So we Hit won't the reset, see Metroid. But on that. That'll be next year. Uh, but yeah, so there's some question marks for sure. Oh, Luigi's Mansion 3, they'll probably talk about. There'll uh, be Switch game this year.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of question marks with Nintendo. And of course, the pie in the sky one is do they announce some sort of other Switch model that, like, maybe a cheaper one that they've been hinting at for a while? Like, mm-hmm. there's been rumors about a cheaper Switch, so that could
1: happen. Maybe they talk more about their online.
0: Yeah, or, like, what they plan on doing, like, more than NES games for their virtual console? I Maybe saw, they announced Super NES games? I
1: saw uh, one piece of news hoping that they expand their virtual console. I hope so.
0: If they put Super NES games on there, man, I'll be thrilled. Right. So, that'd be great. Alright, I think that's
1: it. That's a lot we covered. So yeah,
0: we'll all see if this pans out next week. We'll do a uh, probably a, a huge video game centric uh, thing next week for uh, E3 wrap up. But until then,
1: <laughs> until um, that's then, it. Um, oh, we're done. We're done. Oh, we're done. Plug so away here.
0: Media boat podcast. If you like what you heard, we are live every Wednesday night at around six thirty to six forty five p.m. Pacific time. Just go on to YouTube.com, search Media Boat Podcast, and you'll find our page. Like it, subscribe to it, click that bell, and you'll get subscription. Oh, uh, sorry, you'll get notifications when we go live. If you want to hear us on audio, uh, you can also listen to our podcast. We're on most podcast services, including, I guess the formerly known iTunes store, yeah. one those Apple Podcasts, search Media Boat Podcasts on there and you'll find us. Also, any RSS feed-driven thing, uh, a podcatcher that you've got, just search Media Boat podcast and you'll find us there too. You can also find us on the Everlasting Internet if you want to hear, uh, see us on social media. Twitter, we're at Media Boat Cast. On Facebook, we're Media Boat Podcasts. Just find our page by searching our name. On... Um... Twitch.tv, we twitch.tv slash MediaBoat when we play video games. Every once in a while we'll play a game for you, so stay tuned. And on Patreon.com slash MediaBoat is where you can support us. Running this show does cost money. We do have to pay uh, hosting uh, fees for hosting this podcast. So please, if you can, please consider helping us out on Patreon. You can donate as little as a dollar a month. And even that amount of money helps us make this a way better experiences for us and for all our listeners. So please, try to donate, if you can, patreon.com slash boat. If you also want to uh, make suggestions, ask us questions, send an email over to Podcast at gmail.com. I get notifications on my phone, so I will see an email as soon as you send it. So please, yes, yeah, send an email over there if you have any questions, comments, corrections, whatever you want to do, except don't correct us because we're never wrong.
1: No, never wrong. Never.
0: <laughs> never. That's not even a crush on you Never <laughs> got a single thing wrong on this podcast. <laughs> Everybody knows that. All right. That will be it for this week. So we will talk to you guys next week in our exhaustive post-E3 episode of the Media Pop Podcast.
1: Next week is all E3. All uh, we're going to have right. probably an X-Men review. We're going to have a couple more albums to review. Wow. Um, things, man. We're going to Zoom show. big show next week. So get ready. Big show in the summer. All
0: right, see
1: ya. All right, thank y'all for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Bye.